Hey, it's Kim, one half of the Geek Prime cast and on-screen host and social media editor of Geek Prime. So I see you guys, I see your comments, I see your tweets, and I'm the one responding to them. And I'm also Philippine ex-American. So last week we kicked off a super special series on the Geek Prime cast to celebrate Filipino American Heritage Month and New York Comic Con weekend. So we're highlighting some really cool Filipino geeks. So if you haven't already, go give it a listen. Uh, you get to learn a little bit about me, a little bit about Filipino culture, and I explain why we're doing this series other than the fact that it's a really good excuse to chat with some really cool Filipino geeks like Gabby. I think it was uh, Nicole is a mutual friend of ours, and she recommended you. I think I was following you already. Great. And we have some mutual friends. Uh, but it was mm-hmm. Nicole who came up with the great idea of volunteering you <laughs> to, po- to for the podcast. So thanks, girl. Um, so we're just going to – I'm just going to let you introduce yourself. So who is Gabby Tobe? Sure, thanks. So hi, I'm Gabby. Um, yeah, so I am – friend of Nicole. I also, um, by day, I'm a social media manager. Um, That's where I sort of have my business. But I also write on the side. I'm the fantasy reviewer at this really cool website called Girls in Capes. I've been doing that. I think it's been almost six years. It's been a very long time. Um, But focusing on like, you know, geek culture, pop culture, representation. And I'm also Filipino American. So a lot of what I write about especially in like the later years is just like that kind of representation or lack of that representation as it sometimes turns out to be. Yeah. Um, so yes, yeah, so that's sort of my little background. Awesome. So let's get to know you a little better. This is always one of my favorite questions to ask when we do uh, celebrity interviews and you're our big celebrity today. So tell me <laughs> what are your top five favorite fandoms? Oh boy, this was a hard one because I like so many things, but, um, <laughs> Number one would definitely be Marvel, all things Marvel, but especially Captain America. That's sort of the in-joke at Girls in Capes is that any time there's a way to write about Captain America, even if it doesn't fit the topic of the month or whatever, I will do it. And I've done it very successfully <laughs> this entire time. Um, I also really love, I mean, Supernatural was big for the majority of like my college years. Harry Potter, of course. Um, yeah. I really got into Teen Wolf very deeply for a very short amount of time, but I loved it so much that I'm, I'm counting that. Oh my um, God. You just, you said my like trigger words. Teen Wolf. <laughs> it, like that Teen Wolf was like this like weird thing that I thought only I was into. And then like started like going to cons and like, well, we would, we would interview the cast of Teen Wolf all the time at New York Comic Con. Um, so it was cool sort of getting to know them. But, like, I would, like, drop all these, like, little hints that I like Teen Wolf. And, like, <laughs> I was so surprised by how many people were like, oh, my God, me too. Yeah, it like, I didn't start watching it when it first aired. But someone I follow on Tumblr was, like, really into it. And so I kept seeing, like, gift sets and all the scenes looked really cool. And I was like, maybe I'll give this a shot. And then I just, like, that's sort of, like, you know, that's how every single fall into fandom starts it's like maybe I'll give this a shot and then before you know it you're obsessed and you don't know why (laughs) yes oh my god I feel you um yeah so now how did you first get into geek culture what was your first fandom and and how did your geeky interest grow over time so my first I mean it's funny because I want to say Harry Potter but I wasn't actually like in fandom I loved the books obsessed with the books but I wasn't like 
you know, communicating with other fans. I wasn't going to fan events. Like, I was young. I was very young, so I wasn't really... I didn't know about, you know, going on fan forums or anything like that. I mean, people my age were still doing it, but I, I didn't know at the time. I was a baby geek, so... <laughs> It was all just, like, I was sort of alone. I mean, I had, like, my real-life friends, um, but we also weren't doing, you know... The most we would do was, like, dress up to go to the movie. Um, but we weren't, like, writing fan fiction. We weren't, like, doing anything that fandom has. So in that respect, I think my first big fandom experience was Supernatural. I, like, got into it freshman year of college, and I remember just being very, very bored and seeing again on Tumblr, just seeing gift sets of this really cool looking show. And I'm very much into like paranormal horror stuff. So I was like, huh, let me give this show a shot. And then marathon, like, I think at that time there were five or six seasons, just like in a week. <laughs> that was, <laughs> was early. Like, season... Aren't they on like season like 25 or something now? Yeah. <laughs> it's something like season 67 or whatever. Holy whatever it is, God. is going to be the last season, um, which is kind of like bittersweet for me. But but Supernatural, yeah, was, like, the first thing, because that was when I was like, oh, I'm going to start learning Photoshop, and I'm going to make fan edits. Oh, I'm going to make an AO3 account. I'm going to start writing fan fiction. So that was the first. And then I started, like, meeting other other fans. Uh, that was the first, um, like, show-specific. I went to a Supernatural convention with a friend of mine. We studied abroad in London, like, our second semester, and there was a Supernatural convention, like, a couple towns over, and we were like, this is perfect, let's go. So that was like, that was a big dive off the cliff. So I, I would say it was probably supernatural. That's crazy that your first convention was an international convention. Like, that's, yeah. that's awesome. You're an international geek. Yeah, it was really, it was nerve wracking because we had to like take a train and we were like, we, you know, international travel by ourselves was a little new to both of us at the time, but it was so, it was so easy and it was so much fun getting to, like, get to the hotel and, like, meeting all these other, like, for them it was local, but there were a couple of other, like, Americans there, actually. So it was very cool. It was a lot of fun. That's awesome. Um, so we're going to switch gears a little bit since this series is about Filipino culture. So can you talk a little bit about your relationship with your Filipino heritage? Yeah, so it was sort of, I guess, not like a mixed bag, but... Most of what I got from Filipino culture, I eat a lot of the food. It was always the food for me. Yeah. Um, my mom cooks, like, really great Filipino I mean, chicken adobo. Yes. Which she cooks from scratch. So good. <laughs> so a lot of my culture is from the food. Um, I learned, she taught me, like, a couple of words growing up, and I know she probably wanted me to learn more Tagalog. Um, I kind of regret not knowing it now. Like, as a kid, I was just, like, a bratty little kid, and I was like, I don't want to learn all this stuff. But now as an adult, I'm like, oh, you should have done it and just just learn the language but you know I know how to like count to 10 I know how to say I love you I know mahagita so it's it's been a little bit of both and also yeah just having that mix in with like the American aspects um we're also Jewish which has been fun so I get like the yeah so I get like a really big multicultural like Asian Jewish experience in my house which is always fun so yeah it's it's, but I would say mostly through the food is where I get, like, the most sort of ties back to, to the Philippines. So your mom makes a kick-ass chicken adobo. What, what, what are some <laughs> other favorite dishes? She doesn't make this from scratch, but I love... I could eat villages of lumpiang. Yes. Just endlessly. I can eat... Just <laughs> give me endless plates of that, and I will eat it <laughs> constantly. Um, 
that's like my big thing. I also love uh, Tocino is so good. Um, those are really like, I think those are like the big three things sometimes. Oh, and Bistec I love. Yeah. Um, my dad also loves that. He like, he got turned on to that immediately. And that's like, every time we go to a Filipino restaurant, he like looks at the menu and like, he'll see if they have it. They usually do. And he's like very excited. So yeah, I love all that. Yeah. I, I'm a, I'm a dessert girl. If like, mm. if if you could have a fandom around food, I think I I'm I'm ube everything yeah. all day. Just automatic excitement, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back to sort of geekdom and 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 things. What resonated with you about about geek culture? I think part of it was just shared excitement about the same thing. Like I, ever since I was a kid, I've always been very like hyper obsessed with like certain things at specific points like I remember as a child the Peter Pan Disney movie was like I would watch that once a day every day when I was like five or something I was very obsessed with it and so just having a sort of community that is also as obsessed with that thing as you are and being with people who are excited to talk about it and not just talk about it but kind of like dissect it in certain ways like getting more in-depth conversations and not just being like oh I like that episode me too and then that's like the end of it like I want to be able to talk about you know you know Bucky for example like Bucky Barnes's like mental state over the course of all the Captain America movies or like having Sam as like the first black Captain America like what does that mean for people like I I love having those conversations with people so being part of a fandom in that way is just so much fun because everyone else wants to talk about that stuff too. And it's just, it just makes it so much better than just enjoying it by yourself. So that's what I really love about it. Yeah, absolutely. Like that's, it's, it's just awesome, you know, talking, talking to other people who are as passionate as as you are about something. So let's, let's talk family. How is, is your family geeky? How geeky are they? And, and how much do they know about your geek lifestyle and, and, and how did they react? So I would say my dad is geeky, not with the, like the same pop culture things that I like, but he is very, his geek thing is David Bowie. Huh. He's obsessed, obsessed. Like every album he's ever put out, plus like special editions every book that's ever been written about him every live recording concert like you name it he probably has it so he's already very familiar with the with the idea of just like being obsessed with something to probably unhealthy levels of uh, degree (laughs) but yeah so he's familiar with it both of my parents actually are and they know like they know I go to comic-con sometimes they know that I Sometimes I cosplay, like there was a year where um, I was cosplaying the Winter Soldier and I made the the metal arm. Oh, that's and cool. And my mom helped me. Yeah, it was it was very hard. I would never do it again. But um, my mom would help me like uh, lay down the paint and, you know, the, the glue and stuff. And so like she knew what I was doing. I wasn't just being like, I'm going to make a weird arts and crafts project. Like she knew <laughs> what it was. Um, so they're totally aware of it. They're totally supportive of it. Um, they and they not to the same level of degree that I like to talk about it, but they will, you know, talk about some of the more in-depth aspects of it sometimes. Um, and they do see like every single movie that comes out. That's like usually it's a Marvel movie because they just have like thirty thousand of them. But they will go see every single Marvel movie with me. Um, they don't remember everything, but <laughs> that's what I'm there for. I just explain it again. So, so they're very they're very much aware and they like know roughly what's going on (laughs) that's so awesome that's like 
super awesome and special that your mom helped you with cosplay and that she's like totally under I like I well I don't do cosplay so but um but I, I know that like sometimes I'll I'll go to a convention and um and I'll post pictures from the convention and like my dad will like casually ask he's like oh I saw you were in Seattle the other day like you won't even like call it a convention and be like so you were in Seattle what for and I think you know even as like at the age that I'm at, which I will not mention, um, that, like, I'm still a little kind of, like, eh, leery about, like, letting my parents in to, like, that side of my life, but, um, mm-hmm. but they all, like, I, I don't, I don't know why, I don't have an excuse to, like, they, just like you, you, re- you kind of reminded me, like, you know, that, like, since your parents, like, watch the Marvel movies with you, I was like, oh, yeah, I've seen a, a couple Marvel movies with my dad, like, he's just super into, like, action movies in general so like a Mm -hmm. lot of like a lot of like the geeky movies that I've seen I've seen it with him and and just like your parents like he kind of like doesn't know what's going on most of the time but he's like oh cool fight you know yeah that was the way they were they saw all the Harry Potter movies with me too and so that was always like a big every single time they went to the new one they'd be like wait what happened again like who was the last person that died and I'd always be like oh my god how do you not remember but of course like I know <laughs> what yeah. happened I'm obsessed with it so so yeah they they were always like very patient and like they love that stuff too so it's been it's been good with them <laughs> so you're a Harry Potter fan what house are you Gryffindor Gryffindor <laughs> I think yeah, you were a Gryffindor. That, <laughs> yeah, that was like, you know, that was the self-chosen house, but then when when Pottermore came out, that's where I ended up. And then I actually went to Harry Potter World with my parents. So again, they they totally know what's going on, but I like got all the Gryffindor gear <laughs> when I was there. So, yeah, Gryffindor through and through. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, what about you? Um, I'm a Ravenclaw, which makes total, absolute sense. So I'm, full disclosure, um, a lot of my girlfriends are trying to get me into Harry Potter because it actually was not one of my fandoms, um, and it's all, they're all obsessed with it, um, so they're like, it's it's basically like you can't sit with us (laughs) unless you, like, (laughs) unless you, like, learn, um, get into the Harry Potter world, so we've been doing these, like, it's so funny, we've been doing these, like, little sleepovers where we put on the Harry Potter movies, but, like, the more that I read about Ravenclaw, Ravenclaw and then people's reactions when I tell them that I'm a Ravenclaw they're like oh yeah I see it oh that's funny that's good that's good that it fits <laughs> yeah yeah I'm excited to to meet Luna Lovegood because I have not met her yet and um oh yeah <laughs> yeah I've, I heard I heard there are similarities so I don't know how to feel about that yet <laughs> she's awesome if that helps she's like she's a great character <laughs> Let's talk about Filipino representation in geek culture. So do you have any favorite Filipino writers, artists, actors? Yeah, so I actually just read, um, the book's called Patron Saints of Nothing, and the author is uh, Randy Rebuy. He, the book's about uh, this Filipino-American teenager whose cousin, who lives in the Philippines, is killed um, as part of the drug war that's going on right now. It's In one the of Philippines? The- yeah. Oh, wow. It's one of the best books that I've read this year. I like I started reading it and I think within the first 20 pages I was crying. It was like and I was crying for like more pages after that, but it was just like it's such a great book and it really like encapsulated the sort of the feeling of being Filipino American and being sort of othered by what you assume is like your own people and your own family and what does it mean to be 
you know, biracial, to be hyphenated, to have people sort of questioning, like, oh, well, you're only like half Filipino. Like, you know, how much of this, how much of this tragedy really do you get to grieve? And it was just so good. <laughs> I'm like obsessed with this book. Um, so he's one of my like new favorite Filipino writers. Um, definitely recommend checking that out. But I I would be remiss if I did not mention favorite actress as uh, Vanessa Hudgens, who I remember when I found out she was Filipino, I was watching like High School Musical when it first came out. And I don't remember how I had the like, I don't know how old I was, but it was it was an age where I don't know how I was self-aware enough to look it up. But I was like, I looked at her in the show and I was like, she looks like me. I wonder. And then I Googled her and it was like, oh, she's Filipino. Oh, that's awesome. So she's just like, I've always loved her <laughs> since like day one. Um, she's great. And then uh, Bob Morley from The 100. Yes. Oh, I, my God. Oh, I love him so much. I started watching that show because I found out he was half Filipino. Like, the show sounded interesting to begin with. Like, I was already kind of like, huh, I might check this out. And then somehow I found out, like, oh, the main guy's half Filipino. And I was like, well, now I'm going to watch every episode. And I did. <laughs> but yeah. he's, he's also so, he's so good on that show. And he's always been very vocal about being half Filipino, which I always appreciated. Because, I don't know, I just feel like, especially people who are half, it's like we sort of get pigeonholed as, like, racially ambiguous or whatever. And it's like, no, we're not. Like... We are specific things. So he's always been very proud about being Filipino, and I've always appreciated that. And he's just he's just so good. I love him so much. <laughs> I mean, like, Vanessa Hudgens has been, like, my girl crush for, like, forever. Like, I I absolutely love her. Um, and I love her, like, Filipino mom keeps making, like, guest appearances in her, like, little videos and stuff. It was, it's super yeah. cute. <laughs> but yeah, and I'm glad that you are also into The 100, because I'm into The 100, and that was, like, the other thing that I was like, I don't know if anyone likes this show, but I Oh, like yeah, it. same. <laughs> I was gonna say, when I started watching it, it, it felt like no one else was watching it, and I was, it just felt like it was me in a room looking around, like, is anyone else seeing this? Like, yeah, I totally get what you mean. <laughs> but yeah, when I, like, Bob Mor Morley, I, I wasn't sure, I was like, Bob Morley, you are something, like, I don't know what you are, but you are something, and it's a really good combination, and so I looked it up, and I was like, oh my god, you're Filipino, so that was super exciting. Yeah, it I don't know what it was. It was just so empowering to see like a half Filipino, a Filipino guy in the in the lead role on like a show on a major network. And I was just like, yes, finally, <laughs> like, this is great. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. But it's the last season this season, right? Isn't it? I think so. Yeah, I think the season coming up is the final season. Which like, I did fall behind a little bit. I have to catch up on whatever season just finished wrapping up. But yeah, it's so bittersweet. <laughs> it's ending yeah. soon. But I hope he goes on. He he should go on and do other stuff. He's so good in that show, and he deserves, like, whatever roles he wants after this, just give it to him. A hundred percent. I'm a hundred percent with you. Um, so let's talk about you again. Um, so you're a writer. How did you get into writing? So I been sort of like quote-unquote writing since I was in elementary school the question of whether or not it was actually good writing is obviously like up in the air but um there was this uh she wasn't a teacher she was like a volunteer at my elementary school who would read uh she would come into class like every Thursday or so and just read to us for an hour and that sort of it that jump-started my love of reading which then jump-started my love of writing like as I was reading books in elementary school I was like man I'd really love to like write one of these one day so Ever since, like, really since elementary school, I've been writing 
Um, first it was like picture books because that's all I knew how to do. And then just sort of full novels. Um, as like I got older, I think I finished a couple full novels in middle school that will never see the light of day <laughs> because they're terrible. But uh, yeah, I've been writing very consistently um, for a very long time. So that's honestly, that's like my biggest love is just reading and writing. So if I weren't doing that, I don't know what I'd be, I wouldn't be a person. I don't think I wouldn't know what to do with myself. <laughs> well, I'm sure you're an awesome writer. Um, and if you send me links, I will read your stuff. Um, <laughs> I'm happy to support, to support fellow, fellow geek girls, fellow writers and fellow Filipinos. So, you know, on the topic of your writing, uh, what genre of writing do you prefer and why? So I write a lot of uh, young adult horror and uh, fantasy. Right now I'm working on a horror novel. Um, but I, ju I just love, it sounds so simple, but I just love creepy stuff. I love things that go bump in the night. I've always loved watching horror movies. Um, I mean, the fact that Supernatural has been one of my favorite shows for a very long time, I'm sure had some sort of like influence on that or it was an influence or some sort of full circle thing. But um, yeah, I just love the paranormal and I love unexplained creepy things um so that's that's what I'm writing right now that's what I'm working on that's awesome and that's it and this is a good season for, I mean like this is like it's October and and it's like everything's about Halloween so this is like this is like your prime <laughs> like yeah <laughs> yeah this is always down. my favorite season <laughs> spooky season's that's... my favorite season <laughs> what impact are you hoping to make through your work through your writing so I write with a little bit not like a a purpose I would say but the the novel I'm working on right now for example uh, the main character is Jewish and what I'm trying to do there is just like there are so many young adult novels with Jewish characters and I would say at least when I was growing up all of them were had something to do with the Holocaust which is not the entirety of Jewish existence shockingly enough so I like writing books where, you know, I can see myself either as a Jewish person, as a Filipino person, and it's not about, you know, anti-Semitism or racism or anything. It's just, I just, I would want, if I were growing up right now, I want to read a book where the main character just happens to look like me and happens to be like me. And it's just like living their life. And it's just having sort of like a normal experience because that's kind of what most of human existence is. It's not always, you know, traumatic or terrible it's you know sometimes I just want to read about like a Filipino girl going to school um and that's I mean it's also sort of off topic but that's why I loved um to all the boys I've loved before yeah just that that movie just felt in the book too just felt like a warm hug where it's like it's just this girl who's like you know her, her romantic life is kind of up in flames but you just want to find out what happens to her and the fact that she's a you know she's an Asian girl is just like another cherry on top of a great story like yeah I think that that kind of representation is what I like to do. I like to write about sort of the, I mean, with a paranormal bent, but like the day to day of just like being a person and, you know, living my life. So that's yeah. the, the normalcy of it, I guess, is what I'm getting at. That's how I know you're a writer, because for the longest time, I couldn't figure out how to describe why I loved to all the boys I've loved before and you very perfectly said it's like a warm hug and I'm like that <laughs> is that those were the words those were the words I needed <laughs> I'm glad I could give that to you because yeah <laughs> so yeah it is it is like a warm hug um so 
uh, I guess we can sort of wrap up this podcast. Again, I want to thank you so much for doing this podcast. And I learned so much from you. And, and I love hearing your story. And, and I think you have such an interesting, cool story. So, so thanks again for, for coming on the podcast. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So um, is there anything anything we should know about? What are you doing in the next, you know, coming month? Yeah. So um, I guess check out Girls in Capes because that's where I'll be talking about Captain America for the rest of my life in whatever way, shape or form I can. Um, that's also where I talk about Bob Morley a lot because I love him to pieces. If anyone wants to follow me on Twitter, I'm at Gabbinks, G-A-B-B-I-N-K-S. Um, yeah, and that's pretty much it from my end. Well, thanks again, and thanks thanks for doing the podcast. Of course, thank you. This was great. <laughs> I, I love it because my birthday is in October, but also it's New York Comic Con, so I'm just like, yes. Are you going? Yes. I'm not going this year, no. I went to um, BookCon in June. Which, uh, oh, yeah, I love BookCon. I loved, oh my gosh, I love BookCon. I'd been another year previously, but this year was the first year in a while that I've, I went, and I went because, like, I realized I was going to Comic-Con, and I was going mostly for the books, and I was like, well, why don't I just go to BookCon and see how that turns out? And it was, it was a lot of fun, but uh, yeah, I'm skipping Comic-Con this year, unfortunately, but. Oh, bummer. Yeah, I mean, it's also, I, I have no new cosplay ideas. The fir- the last two years I've gone, I was Silk. Which was also very fun. I love. Oh my being god! Silk. Yes. Yeah, that was always that was great. But everyone always thought I was just like either Lady Spider Man or that I was Spider Gwen, and I was like, both of these are wholly incorrect, and I'm very insulted right now. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. No, that's disappointing. <laughs> Which is yeah. like, I love. I actually think like you know, because we've we've been so we've been doing the concert or covering the concert or for Geek Prime for like five or six years now and so you get kind of get to see the the trends um in 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 cosplay and i love how much silk cosplay i'm seeing these days like i i saw like exactly one there was one year where i saw exactly one silk cosplay and i like was so excited that i screamed (laughs) At this poor girl. Um, this poor, I was like, oh my god, I need to take your picture. And she, even though she's a cosplayer, she was like, uh, that, you're a little scary. Um, but, like, but it was, like, the first time I've ever seen anyone, like, cosplay Silk. And then, like, you know, fast forward a couple years later, and I, I'm just seeing Silk everywhere. And I'm like, this is amazing. It makes me so happy. I know, it's so good. I think the last time I was there cosplaying as Silk, there was, like, it was an impromptu meetup of just, like, every person in the general vicinity who was like in some sort of spider person outfit just like gathered together to take photos and there were like four other silks and we all just like ran into the middle screaming because <laughs> we were just so excited that like there were other people as silk it was so much fun and there was like a bunch of like miles morales was like finally getting his due that year so there were a lot yes. of Miles's running around it was just it was so good it was such a good year